0: listening to the bible 126 show There is a supernatural force behind music a supernatural force that cannot be denied People worship God through music people praise God through music and even in the occult they sometimes channel their spirits through music and chants There is a supernatural force behind music a supernatural force that cannot be denied. Both in the Old and the New Testaments, there are many references that point to the latent power of music. Time and time again in the Bible, we see instances of the power of music. 2 Chronicles 5, 13 and 14 It came even to pass, as the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of God had filled the house of God. Here, there is an emphasis on the fact that their music was directed to God and in response, God came down visibly in the form of a cloud and filled the temple with the aura of His glory. The glory of the Lord was so great in the house that the priests could not perform their duties. The priests could not stand. One of the greatest ways to experience God's glory is through the atmosphere of worship. Another instance that demonstrates the power in music seen in the Bible was during the reign of King Jehoshaphat. Three mighty nations arose against Judah, and Jehoshaphat prayed to the Lord for help. It was awesome that while they sang praises and played instruments of music, God took over their battle. 2 Chronicles 20, 21 and 22 says, And when he consulted with the people, He appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness, as they went out before the army, and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. So, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against their enemies. What shall we say about God's visitation to the prison when Paul and Silas praised him? Acts 16:25 and 26. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains came loose. Time and time again in the Bible, we see instances of the power of music. We see instances where music that praises God and worships God results in the Spirit of the Lord approaching the scene, or we see the manifest presence of the Lord being revealed. You can only imagine what sort of spirits were attracted to music that speak about sex drugs, and rock and roll. There is a supernatural force behind music, a supernatural force that cannot be denied. We grossly, grossly underestimate the power of music. I am sure in your own personal life, you have seen how music can go straight into your spirit and straight into your subconscious mind. There are songs that I have never cared to listen to, But because they are played so often in shops or public places, I end up knowing the lyrics by heart. Not that I made any significant effort to listen to the lyrics or memorize them. You listen to a song one time, and you can find yourself humming along to it for the rest of the day. Now, allow me to examine the relationship between music and demons. 1 Samuel 16.23 says, And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took an harp and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Here, in this passage of Scripture, we see that an evil spirit was plaguing Saul, and that David's music had a profound spiritual effect of delivering him from the supernatural cause of his affliction. Looking at 1 Samuel 16.23 at surface level may lead some to building a doctrine on music being the avenue for deliverance of people. However, it is important to remember that it is a basic rule of interpretation and application that we should not use a narrative passage to prove a doctrine or to suggest what happened must apply to all. The incident described happened to David and Saul but there is no indication God wants others to do the same thing. At the surface level, the music you listen to somewhat programs you. There is a term that is common amongst the computer science and mathematics community, and it is G-I-G-O, which is an abbreviation for garbage in, garbage out. The concept of the principle is built on the notion that the quality of output is determined by the quality of the input. For example, if a mathematical equation is improperly stated, the answer is unlikely to be correct. Similarly, if incorrect data is input to a program, the output is unlikely to be informative. And this is similar to the way our minds work. If you spend your day listening to music that encourages immorality and uncleanness, don't be surprised when immorality and uncleanness is all that you think about. Garbage in, garbage out. You cannot spend your day listening to music that encourages promiscuous behavior and expect to live a holy and righteous life. Garbage in, garbage out. You cannot spend your day listening to music that exalts the devil and then expect to walk in the presence of God. Garbage in, garbage out. You cannot spend your day listening to music that exalts money as a God and expect to live a life of worship and adoration to the one true God. Garbage in, garbage out. You hear the question asked so often, Is it okay for me to listen to secular music? The answer to this question is three other questions, and the questions are, Does it draw you closer to God? How does it influence your attitude? If you were in the presence of the Lord God Almighty, Would you listen to that song? If the answer to these questions are no, then don't listen to that music. It is your responsibility to choose what you listen to. Yes, the whole world may play music that is unholy. But in your home, and in your car, and in your headphones, you still have the choice what you listen to. There are great Christian music ministers that God has used to bless the body of Christ in times past, and there are those He is still using to bless our hearts in our contemporary time. You can fill your office and your home with music that glorifies God, and then you sing along. If you make this your habit, your home and office will be filled in the presence of the Lord. Don't be surprised when you begin to experience the Lord drawing closer to you. The Word of God indeed does say, James 4.8, Draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. If you listen to ungodly music, you are not drawing closer to God. Don't just listen to music because it sounds great. You can only be edified when you listen to a sound that glorifies God. To live a holy life, you need to live an intentional life. You cannot be living a carefree, go-with-the-flow type of life. The flow of this world and society is hell. What kind of music do you have on your devices? Do they help your soul to ascend to God? Or do they corrupt your heart? It's time to evaluate your choice of music and make a decision that will connect you with the Holy Spirit. Philippians 4 8 says finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things do away with anything that pollutes your mind Say no to any sound that does not glorify God. What the Bible tells us to do is to admonish one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in our heart to the Lord. Colossians 3.16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Each time you sing to the Lord, your soul becomes more active to receive from Him. But when you engage yourself with music that is ungodly, your heart gets polluted and your actions can be easily influenced. Ask yourself this question. If I am singing a song about being promiscuous, what type of spirit am I plugging myself into? If you are listening to a song about violence, what type of spirit do you think you are plugging yourself into? I remember a story of a young man who used to be a gangster, and in his testimony, he spoke of the power of music. Any time before he would commit a robbery or a drive-by, he would be absolutely terrified to the point where he would not want to commit the crime. He would be scared to get caught. He would be scared to hurt someone. But as soon as he put his headphones on and started playing heavy rock music, he wouldn't care anymore. He didn't care about getting caught or hurting someone. It was as if demonic courage came upon him. Now, I am sure you have all experienced something, not identical to this, but similar to this. There are certain songs I used to listen to when I was in the gym lifting weights, And I don't know what it was about those songs, but when I heard these songs, I could just go a little harder or lift weights just a little bit heavier. Music has power. Now think what happens to you as an individual when you listen to songs that are busy talking about sex, lust, fornication, and adultery. Do you think songs like that are pulling you closer to the Lord? or pulling you closer to the lusts of the flesh. You may wonder why you are struggling with a particular sin, but you spend all day and night listening to songs that encourages that very sin. You find people who carelessly listen to songs. They could care less what the lyrics were whatsoever. They know every word of the song but they have never stopped to think about what exactly the lyrics of that song are attempting to convey. I am sorry to say this, but there are mainstream songs out there that actively worship the devil in their lyrics, and churchgoers actually sing these secular songs because they are catchy and they have a nice beat to them. If the presence of God can come where the Lord is being worshipped and exalted, What spirits do you think come when the devil is being exalted?